It's May 17th, 2023. Grab paper, grab your pen. It's time for the run sheet. I am Actual Pearl. And as always, it is the dynamite to my collision. Ella J is here. Hi, Ella. Wah, 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 wah. Wait, I got that. Hold on. <laughs> How you doing, Ella? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing okay. The saga of my new phone that I don't have mm-hmm. in my hands yet has continued, and I'm ready for a new phone. It's been a, it's been a week. I'm tired. My allergies are acting up. I'm old. I'm, I have nothing but complaints in me this week. You are turning 36, bro. <laughs> True. In two short weeks. I know. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. I got other things going on in my life. When's your birthday again? June 1st? Yeah, you nailed it. Oh, yeah. It's my father's birthday. I hope that's a good thing. Sure. Anyway, we have, <laughs> of... <laughs> we have so much news to talk about from all over the wrestling world. I'm actually very excited because... Uh, there's no lack of conversation going on right now in wrestling. I, I mean, yeah, that's definitely one way to put it. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't matter where you are in the world. It's probably coming to your town real soon. So how about we just open right up? AEW announces AEW Collision, a Saturday night show on TNT. Mm-hmm. It's going to be June 17th, the first episode. Uh, TBD, because on Dynamite tonight... Tony Khan listed a whole bunch of dates and locations, but he said specifically the first episode to be determined to be announced next week on Dynamite. Talk to me about this. We were we were doing the upfront watch along over on Fightful Over Book this morning, talking about it with Andrew Zarian from Wrestling Observer. But uh, what were your thoughts on AW announcing Collision? Um, you know, I'm I know you know it uh it's going to go against a lot of WWE pay-per-views or maybe Impact might be having it's going to be more wrestling so if people are big AEW fans you know this is obviously a huge opportunity for them to have more entertainment for the week um it's also going to give some other stars that we haven't seen in a while um have an opportunity at least from those that have been advertised for this kind of I don't know if it's an official roster, but those who have been kind of advertised in the uh, press release are some of the people we haven't seen in a while. So I think it's going to give them an opportunity to kind of shine. I'm just not sure if it's going to be, well, it, it appears that maybe it'll probably be live considering their the shows are on a Saturday that they seem to be filming. Um, so it's going to have a different feel to it. It's going to be a Saturday night show. I'm not one the only kind of Saturday shows I grew up with, I don't know if you remember, um, Monday Night Raw used to run like, it was like early Saturday morning, like I want to say like 1, 2, or 3 a.m., maybe it was Sunday. That's really the only like weekend wrestling that I remember during my lifetime that was non-pay-per-views. So it's for me, it's going to be a different feel to it because I'm not used to it. I remember WWF Metal. I yeah. remember Jacked. I remember WCW Saturday Night uh what else is there there was always there was always wrestling on a weekend was always a thing when you know back in the 80s i wasn't really watching wrestling in the 80s i was born in 1987 as most have probably figured out because i'm turning 36 god i'm old but anyway the idea here is that you've got aw collision on a saturday i don't think people who are looking for ratings and numbers need to worry i think the fact that aw was just gifted two more hours of primetime television regardless of the day and a lot of money to go through with it i'm pretty sure that's a vote of confidence uh and speaking of which in the press release they mentioned that aw collision will feature headliners those are the words they use mm-hmm. headliners including miro samoa joe thunder rosa powerhouse hobbs and andrade el idolo that is a pretty mm-hmm. solid core group one man's name missing <laughs> the man everyone's expecting that's cm punk now again earlier on aw dynamite tony khan did announce that june 17th is in, is going to be the first episode uh, that was also in the press release in the announcement for collision today uh and he said wow. you know locations to be determined 
Um, pretty safe to say where you, it's going. You don't to. think? Oh, it is. It's going to be Chicago. Yeah. Breaking, you know, not breaking news. This is really the, it's the worst kept secret in wrestling. It's probably almost certainly yeah. going to be Chicago, mm-hmm. and it's almost certainly going to be the return of CM Punk, regardless of what a Warner Brothers spokesperson may have told yeah. somebody. We're just trying to, they're trying to play the cards as close to the vest, knowing full well that what's going on. I mean, as they should. Again, it's the, it, I feel like this is kind of the year of the worst kept secrets, to be honest with you. It's not such a bad thing. Yeah. I feel like the only kind of like, oh, there's been some decent surprises this year. Um, but for AEW, like, honestly, I feel like, the biggest actual surprise that we've had has been Roderick Strong this year. That's fair. And also, you know what? Tonight, well, when we talk about the TV stuff, Karen Jarrett came back. To yes. me, that, that got me immensely. I, that popped me very much. But uh, yeah, you're right. The, the Roderick Strong stuff absolutely uh, caught people by surprise. Uh, a couple of years ago, it was Adam Cole and, and Brian mm-hmm. Danielson uh, debuting on the same night. Less the fact that they were debuting, more the fact that they both showed up the same, you know, five minutes apart. Yes. Uh, so there, there's definitely been a few surprises. But, you know, again, sometimes the the worst kept secrets in wrestling, as CM Punk was when he came back the first time in AEW, uh, ends up being a pretty big money-making opportunity. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to make money whether people like it or not. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And again, 8 to 10 Eastern on a Saturday night. Someone, uh, when we mentioned it, they said, you know what? They'll do uh they'll do coffee and collision on Sunday morning. <laughs> yep, I I I know. <laughs> and I think that's a smart move. If you're if you're someone who watches all of the wrestling, whether that's because you're a fan of everything or maybe you cover it for a living, uh yeah, it's a lot more wrestling on your on your uh calendar. But if it's something you're into, then yeah, maybe a Sunday morning watch along is something you're after. I don't hate that. I don't either. Powerhouse Hobbs, though, I like that they're putting him as a headliner because mm-hmm. he's been a little lost. I think this is this is good news for wrestling. It's the opportunity for more talent to be showcased, and hopefully this ends up being a fruitful endeavor for them. I think it will be. You know, I don't I don't expect it to pull down. Di- I mean, who knows um, if CM, who knows what it's going to look like with CM Punk, but I don't think that it's going to pull dynamite ratings. But then again, who knows? It's, it's CM Punk. Um, We'll have to see. They have some good names on the roster there. Um, not sure if it's a clear-cut kind of roster thing going on. I think some people will float between. Um, but it's an exciting opportunity for them. Obviously, uh, the networks have faith in them. So we'll see how it unfolds. If, you, uh, if you're if you a FIFA Select subscriber, you may have read this. Or maybe you just read all the aggregation. But FIFA Selected reported that a mel- many talent are under the impression that it will be a hard brand split with mm-hmm. champions floating between dynamite and collision. Make that make of that what you will. I personally don't see a benefit in a hard split, but again, it's not my business. Uh, I would probably have the hard split being the people who just cannot work together being the anchors on one show or the other. And then everyone else can kind of come and go as they please, as long as they're not having any issues with the, another person. Oh, that's a fair point. It's muddy as hell, but, you know, there's an entire (laughs) grouping of people who would have to take Mm -hmm. care of that. Not my problem, though. I just want good good wrestling and I want good stories. Not too Yeah, I think that's going to be Will Washington's problem now, not ours. Well, tell you what, it's not Will Washington's problem. (laughs) Travel Chief Roman Reigns, he's confirmed for WWE Money in the Bank and SmackDown when they go across the pond June 30th and July 1st. That's a big couple of nights for the UK, for London. They're going to be at the O2 Arena and uh, bringing, bringing Roman Reigns over. What do you think? Is this going to be Roman Reigns as defending his undisputed? Um, it should it should be, considering as of now, he's not defending his world title at Night of Champions, even though it's called Night of Champions. What if he puts himself in the Money in the Bank match? I would lose it. You just hate me now, Joel. <laughs> no, I do this with every co-host. I, you just hate me. Well, either way. I would maybe, lose my shit, to be honest with you. <laughs> of course. Listen, Roman, if there's one thing Roman Reigns is going to do, it's go to every major event, especially the ones mm-hmm. 
across the pond. One's in very yeah. uh, important places. Not that Puerto Rico wasn't important, but Puerto Rico had a big match. They had the bad mm -hmm. bunny match. It was all about that. And then, of course, Cody and Brock was was a big main event. But, you know, Roman didn't need to be there in the end. He would It would have been extra, but I don't think he needed it. I think there's something in the works for Money in the Bank. Some, I don't know what, but something is there. I think, you know, we were talking about it a few weeks ago, like who can be his first, you know, it's crazy. It's already been six weeks. He hasn't had a match since the Raw after Mania. I think with it being in the UK, you know, we were talking about who could be his first challenger. I think Seamus would be a guy. He's from Ireland. Northern Ireland is part of the United Kingdom. It's a, it's a little bit of a homecoming for Seamus. Um, I think that might be a plausible kind of kind of like they did with Drew as Drew's from uh, Glasgow, Scotland, UK. I think Seamus might be a guy that might step up to the plate to kind of get that not hometown, but kind of home country pop. I love it. It's perfect. We can do it. It's the same thing they did with Sami Zayn in Montreal. Yes. Drew McIntyre, you mentioned there is 100% probability in my mind that Sheamus makes sense. And again, we've talked about it here and I've talked about it on other shows. Going back to Sheamus and Roman Reigns, that would be mm -hmm. the first time that they revisited since Sheamus turned and Roman turned. And now everything is different. That both men are not only aligned on the charts differently, but their characters are different. Their characters have grown. They need to they need to harken back to some of those old promos and and make light of them like the suffering mm -hmm. succotage or the tater tots oh gosh. <laughs> but that's the thing. You, you bring those up and you make them talking points mm -hmm. as to how much these two men have grown and you can have a great match and a great story uh and and yeah listen shame is probably gonna lose it but at least the match will be memorable I think so. Yeah, I don't. Again, the the, the looming question is those. Is he's is he going to walk into Money in the Bank with four titles? I would absolutely howl. I would hate that. Laughter. We'll talk about that when we talk about TV. But man, Roman Reigns walking out with those with those tag titles. I I, I, I I'll pass another oh. idea by you when we talk about that okay. stuff. Just remind <laughs> me. But Money in the Bank in the UK in London, and then of course SmackDown. That's going to be really, mm -hmm. really fun stuff at the end of June and the beginning of July uh, for us Canadians. It's Canada Day. So that'll be a nice yes. way to celebrate money in the bank. Hopefully. Hopefully. As long as the country's not on fire. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you know who's celebrating this week? It's Pat <laughs> McAfee. Yeah. yeah. Rumors, rumors abound mm -hmm. that he was going to move to ESPN, but he had a multi-million dollar deal. It's official. Pat McAfee show is moving to ESPN. And by the way, Pat McAfee, who congratulations to him, just had himself a, a baby girl. Yes. Congrats to him. And this is a big deal for him. A lot going on in the world of Pat McAfee. Yeah. I mean, like you, like you said, he is uh, kind of gotten out of his deal with FanDuel. I know he had signed a four year deal for $120 million total. That's $30 million per year. He somehow got out of it early. Don't know how, but you know, he's already kind of working with ESPN for, uh, I think it's college game day. He's been, was doing that for a while. That's why he left WWE took a hiatus. So he kind of already had an in with ESPN. Um, and now the Pat McAfee show, I don't know if it says when specifically it begins, but I do know that he is going to be moving his Pat McAfee show to their network. And that's big news because <clears throat> that show is very popular. Oh yeah. And I have watched little bits and pieces. I'm not the biggest regular sports fan, but anytime he had anyone wrestling adjacent, uh, he's been He's been interactive. He's been engaging. His interview style is fun. I, one thing that I just I love about him is his energy because he'll get up, he'll stand up and do his talk. You know, he'll he'll he's animated. He moves around. Yeah. He's the right guy. He's he's like the poster boy for ADHD podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> what a wild deal, though! Congrats to him. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, what's this going to mean for uh, his WWE work? That's going to be a big question. 
Yeah, I mean, there was the uh, reports a couple of weeks ago of WWE possibly looking to strike up another partnership with ESPN to maybe air some stuff on them. There hasn't been much word since that report. I want to say it was uh, about a month ago it was, the news was. Um, and haven't heard anything since really much further than that there was talks. So I think that we'll see him occasionally, but you know, he's a father now. He's also a businessman. Um, he's got his podcast. I don't know if he'll ever be full time with WWE again. Um, but hopefully I just want one more run. And I know as Michael Cole said, I want one more run of Cole and McAfee. They would have just the best time. Maybe, maybe WrestleMania 40. Maybe that's when you do it. Maybe. We'll find out soon. But congratulations to Pat. Seems like the world is his oyster right now. And that's a big deal for him and a big deal for his family. Good stuff. Another big deal is Seth Rollins Mm -hmm. joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My goodness. He's filming a role for Captain America, New World Order. No, (laughs) not the NWO. (laughs) Different NWO. Seth Rollins in the MCU. Let's talk about it, Ella J. Again, I I just want to preface this by saying I am not one who is very much into the Marvel Universe. Uh, Not really my movie kind of genre. But yeah, he was. um, I know he appeared. uh, He appeared in a a film teasing for it for Captain America New World Order, like you said. So uh, it seems like he's going to be coming up and filming. He's been spotted filming in Atlanta. So I don't know what his schedule is going to look like. Hopefully it doesn't interfere with WWE, considering especially if he wins the World Heavyweight Championship. Has me a little worried, um, but it appears, yeah, he's been a part of the filming in Atlanta. And on top of that, if Chris Jericho can go on tour with his band and not miss many, if any, Wednesday night Dynamite shows... I think Seth Rollins can go out there, be a Hollywood superstar, and then join WWE Raw Monday nights, be a WWE superstar. I'm hoping that from this comes the opportunity to re-invite Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins' Mm -hmm. wife, to the MCU. Because originally she did have a role in a movie that was part of the MCU that, you know, didn't really make it to the Mm -hmm. final stages, to made it landed on the cutting room floor. But this is an opportunity for Becky to, uh, you know, to, to maybe find her way back into the MCU. Maybe. I mean, we did see kind of the teasers and the parodies for WrestleMania. Um, her and Rollins did the Joker bit. So maybe, maybe that was a little glimpse into the future. I don't know. I know, it's, it, not, I know it's not Marvel. At least I don't I don't know if it is, to be honest. <laughs> um, I'm telling you guys, I don't know Marvel. Um, but maybe, maybe that was something. And listen, if 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 uh, Becky's not going to get in the MCU, maybe she can join the Barbie Cinematic Universe. John Cena <laughs> was talking about a chance encounter with Margot Robbie getting him the role in the Barbie movie. Talk to me about this. This is your article for Messy Scoops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, John Cena Fast 10 is coming out this week. Um, again, I don't know much about those movies either i'm not a movie person really in case you couldn't tell i've been told that the fast series is about family and that's about oh family and stealing and and cars yeah i i know that pretty much but you know that's obviously coming out in two days but he's also going to be part of the barbie movie being released later this summer in july where it was revealed that he's going to be he's going to be a merman joel he's going to be a mermaid i just want to know if they're going to put a wig on him kind of like maybe flowing locks like jason momoa um Anytime, <laughs> I swear to God, anytime I hear Merman, I think of, um, oh my God. Fabio? No, 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 no. <laughs> movie. Oh my God. Uh, come on. The, the male supermodels. Um, come on. It's comedy. Fabio was a male supermodel. Oh, no, movie, the movie, the movie, the movie, oh, the movie. Oh, I don't know. No, you do know it. Oh my God. Magnum. Um, that was the look that he gave. Ben Stiller. Oh. Come on. What's that stupid Ben? People people are yelling at me. I don't know. On their in their stupid I'm not a movie person really. People are yelling at me. (laughs) I just want to know if they're gonna put him in a wig. Zoolander. Zoolander. (laughs) Oh. Oh my god. I just had an out-of-body experience of myself. (laughs) He was struggling. I hope you keep this in. He's like, (sighs) "Ah." 
Yeah, I'm going to keep it in. Who am I kidding? <laughs> Zoolander, where the, the the one this is the scene that I remember where he's okay. in the mines. Mm-hmm. And he's with his dad after his mm-hmm. crisis of conscious, mm-hmm. and um, his dad's just like, "Look at him! This whole time he's just a mermaid." And then <laughs> you have Ben Stiller turn around and be like, "Merman." <laughs> merman <laughs> that's all i can think about whenever i think of johnson as a mermaid funny. i just i just want to know what he's gonna look like and is he gonna have like a coconut bra i just want to i just want to envision this this is gonna be the real reason i'm watching the movie i don't think he needs a coconut bra no i know but just, we'll see though um but anyways yeah it kind of it was funny how he got casted obviously like i said he was filming fast 10 which happened to be filming across the street from the barbie movie where his good i don't know if they're good friends but they're at least friends with uh obviously the woman who's playing barbie margot robbie who's also a producer on the film um they kind of met up and john was like i'll pretty much do whatever if you guys need help with the movie and then they're like yeah sure so then kind of just happened they saw each other from across i don't know if they met across the street or just a chance encounter but that obviously led to cena getting casted uh and now he gets to be in the same movie as ryan gosling too which is also really cool merman oh my gosh (laughs) wait okay um i know i don't know if we were talking we were talking about this off air um but tmz is just confirmed uh billy graham by the way oh so i guess we can talk about it superstar billy graham uh has passed away i was hesitant to talk about it on the show because to be perfectly frank rick flair being the guy to report it yeah and no one else on it i'm a little you know i i I wait for the confirmation so uh if tmz is saying that it's yeah, so TMZ Sports confirmed that Billy's family told them that he unfortunately passed away after being taken off life support um, and that his daughter and wife were by his side when he passed. Um, he had been in, obviously, in the ICU for various health reasons. Um, she said doctors wanted to take Billy off life support, but she initially refused. Um, but obviously now they have. 79 years old. The man did a... It, it, he did everything in professional wrestling. Um, unfortunately, he's sick for a long time. Um, there, there are a lot of people on the internet who are just like, I thought he had passed away years ago. And I get it because for years, people were kind of waiting and, and saying, you know, this is it, this is it. And Superstar continued to kick out. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you can only do it for so long. And uh, our best wishes to his family and rest in peace to Billy Graham. He had a storied career in professional wrestling. He opened the eyes to so many people in the, the entertainment side of professional wrestling. He had a gimmick and not everyone in that time had a gimmick like his. That was just this shit talker, bodybuilder, the tie dye wearing dude. Mm -hmm. And he was so trailblazingly cool for his time so uh yeah it's uh goodbye to a legend because billy graham certainly encompassed that word i know it gets tossed around a lot Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah there there will be a lot of stories about superstar told over the next god weeks months beyond that so thank you for finding the uh, the confirmation because it sucks like like i said it's been for years people have been saying that he's gone but mm-hmm. looks like it's official and um taking someone off of life support is a very tough decision to make especially yeah. if you are that person's you know that person's rock that person's partner whatever you want it doesn't matter it's tough so we send our wishes to uh to the family billy graham it's uh, a tough but a life well lived for billy graham well from that let's move on let's talk about some uh, some television Ella, how's that? Sounds good to me. All right. Well, how about we start with uh, with SmackDown and a little bit of WWE. AJ Styles, he advanced to the finals of the heavy World Heavyweight Championship Tournament. He's going to face Seth Rollins at Night of Champions. This is a, a match that I think a lot of people are expecting Seth Rollins to win. But uh, what if AJ Styles walks out 
and uh, maybe joins the Raw brand in the process. I mean, I'm personally fine with either way it swings, but it just feels like a lot to have to draft AJ to SmackDown just to draft him and the OC, just to trade him and the OC back to Raw. Just seems like a roundabout way, but then again, they've been doing a lot of roundabout ways lately, kind of making things more complicated than they need to be. Um, either way, I'm honestly fine with whatever. I think this is going to be a banger of a match. Um, I think Seth Rollins and AJ Styles are viable, formidable competitors to be the first ones to compete for the revived World Heavyweight Championship. Obviously, AJ was not around in WWE when that championship was around, and Seth was just coming up with the shield and all of that. Um, when the title was kind of retired in early 2014 after kind of Randy Orton and uh, John Cena had competed to, I remember to merge the titles together. So I think these two guys are two formidable and legitimate people to be competing for it at night of champions. Yeah, absolutely. And AJ styles, man, it's good to see him back. It's nice to know that he can, uh, jump right back into things and go and then seth rollins of course he's been on the up since wrestlemania you know he is uh not so secretly wanting that world heavyweight championship and he would be both men really would be great first holders of that title uh so we'll see who takes it home at night of champions on raw they started doing uh, speaking of seth being on a Captain America movie and not being at Raw. Instead, they had those pre-taped interview segments mm-hmm. with Corey Graves air. And honestly, I thought those were really, really well done and told a really good story of Seth Rollins, not just from before and up till now, but just like mm-hmm. in the head of Seth Rollins. It was good stuff. Yeah, and uh, to be continued next week, they said. Yeah, so we'll see how far they go with that. And I want to see what AJ Styles does. Are they going to do something similar? Are they going to go all the way back to the TNA days? He did make an appearance on a TNA pay-per-view recently. It was a pre-tape. It was for Slammiversary for the 20th anniversary show. But he still sent a a tape in and, and had it played on an Impact show. So with that said, AJ Styles, if they do a career retrospective, they could easily pop in some impact TNA fit footage from back in the day, because those were pardon the pun phenomenal times for him. I'm curious. I, I'm looking it up now because I don't remember if AJ had like an early, you know how some wrestlers like have early, early days in, in WWE. He um, was, he did. So yeah. So AJ and his tag partner, uh, it was air Paris. They were mm-hmm. a tag team in WCW in the dying days. Ah. And WCW folded. AJ Styles had a couple of tryout matches, and then nothing ever came of it. And he went to TNA in 2003 or 2002. Got it. Yeah. So he uh, he certainly had the start of an opportunity, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really a full yeah. opportunity as you would normally see nowadays. Yeah, fair. I would argue, honestly, the career path he took, much better suited. Yeah. <laughs> So he's in a good spot right now. Looking forward to the match between Rollins and Styles at Night of Champions. Uh, I'm also looking forward to Gunter defending his Intercontinental Championship against Mustafa mm-hmm. Ali, who won a battle royal to determine the number one contendership. Uh, I, I was a bit shocked to see Mustafa Ali get the yeah. win, but at the same time, a little sad that Gunter is going to beat the living tar out of Ali at Night of Champions. Yeah, I kind of said that too. Is kind of an unexpected, like just the final three in general, like Bronson Reed, Ricochet. By the way, I noticed uh, Braun wasn't there, which was, I don't know if he's injured or something, but that was an interesting choice. But yeah, the final three, I was like, because when it got down to like the final six, I think it was like Gargano, Riddle, Ricochet, Bronson Reed, Mustafa Ali, and one other person. I was like, oh, it's going to be Gargano or, or Riddle maybe. But then it got down to the final three and I was like, this is going to be somebody new. Um, and then obviously Ricochet and Bronson Reed got eliminated with Ali getting the win. Um, it's an interesting dynamic. Um, he is going to get the shit beat out of him. But, you know, I don't remember the last time he had a legit pay-per-view slash premium live event match. Um, so I'm happy he gets this opportunity um hopefully something comes out of it and hopefully he he lasts a couple minutes in there with Gunther. and you know what they'll probably have a um a good match you know if there's one thing that he's good at oh yeah it's Gunther 
having matches with smaller guys yeah. and having really good standout matches. So I'm looking forward to how that goes. Uh, I'm trying to see when his last pay-per-view match was. While. It might have been when he... Oh, I don't know. I mean, technically he was... Was he in the Rumble? Oh, yeah, I guess so. So, I mean, I you could go there. Yeah, but other yeah. than that, Hell in a Cell 2022, Theory and Mustafa Ali... There oh you go. yeah, yeah. Oh At Austin gosh. Arena, that's uh, yeah. that's a year ago, almost mm-hmm. a year. So they, that's that's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. So this is a good opportunity for Mustafali, who's been kind of climbing his way back into the mm-hmm. ranks on WWE television. I kind of like the toxic positivity thing he's going on. Um, I think he could have fun interactions, like kind of like we've already seen with Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci and Gunther, of course. I like the kind of smug kind of smile that Gunther had on him. I think they could have some uh, fun banter. Yes, for sure. And it's really funny that Gunther is suddenly just happy. Yeah, right. Smirks (laughs) on his face. So I like that. Uh, Someone who's not smirking is Roman Reigns. We mentioned earlier. (laughs) Roman and Solo are going to go for the undisputed tag titles in Saudi Arabia at Night of Champions. Sami Zayn is going to Saudi Arabia, and as is Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens has gone before. Sami, for years, was unable to attend uh, due to his background. He's Syrian, and they were not welcome in Saudi Arabia. Things have have changed a little bit recently. Uh, But Sammy KO taking on Roman and Solo. That's a big money match. Though a lot of people wanted Roman to be defending his undisputed championship, (gasps) considering we're at a thousand days at the show in question. And it's called Night of Champions. Well, Night of Tag Champions. I guess. There's a lot of stuff going on on this show, but uh, what are your feelings about Roman Solo, Sammy and KO? (sighs) I'm going to need the the Usos to pull up and cost Roman and Solo because that's the only way they're losing here. I could see it being a big overbooked mess. You have the Usos come out. You have Judgment Day come out. You have Imperium come out after Monday where he where Paul Heyman shook Gunther's yeah. hands. You can have a whole melee because everyone is now entwined in this entire story. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, and I talked about this elsewhere. One thing that I'm really not hating about this Roman Solo and the Usos story is that it's very insular and that the drama doesn't really leave the circle. Mm-hmm. The people who are going after the title are just, they're almost like gnats flying around Roman Reigns. Whereas the real problem are his, his family around him causing trouble. Well, I don't know. Will will the Usos uh, finally listen to Sammy's warning that he's been trying to give them? I hope so. I mean, here's an idea. I need so. This is this is something that came from Jeremy Lambert on our show in the week. Okay. Overbooked. He said, "What if Roman and Solo win the undisputed tag titles?" And Roman says, "Here, I don't need the SmackDown tag titles." Usos or the raw he picks one of them let's say he takes the raw ones and he says jimmy jay take these remember who got the job done and go defend those titles i don't think we're at that point anymore i think roman i don't think roman is at the point with the usos anymore where he, where he would just hand them back to them because he would say they're not worthy of them. I think he would do it because he would gaslight the hell out of his cousins. But the thing is, is that they're all on SmackDown. Well, yeah, but he would pull strings to have them move over to Raw with the tag titles. Said, I went to Adam Pierce, or Wise Man went to Adam Pierce, and he set up this deal. We split up the tag titles. One set goes back to Raw, and these SmackDown ones, they stay with us. They stay with us. Jimmy and Jay, you go over to raw that's your that's your show now and that's it you split them up for a little while it seems like we were getting closure with sammy and ko and the bloodline but obviously that's not happening anytime soon that's the other side of it is that we do need to find closure with them yeah here's what kind of blows this idea out of the water at the end of raw you had finn balor yelling at the camera We'll see you after Night of Champions to Sammy and KO, who mm-hmm. had just been defeated 
by Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Yeah. So, barring any unforeseen circumstances, Sammy KO retaining United Champions is the most likely scenario. But we'll see. Sammy and KO also have a trios match coming up on Monday, but they have to find a partner. Yeah, and some people are saying it's going to be Riddle because A, the history, and B, Riddle and uh, Imperium had a bit of a run-in during that tag, Mm -hmm. or during that uh, Battle Royal, as it were. In my eyes, it should just be Mustafa Ali. Oh, maybe. You're taking on the, you know, the Intercontinental Champion. (laughs) I think Kevin Owens would be annoyed with Mustafa Ali, just like he is Matt Riddle. But Sammy's like, come on, bro, let's go. (laughs) I think he'd rather have the guy who just won instead of the guy who got beat at Backlash. Mm. Up your chances of winning. Who knows? Yeah. See what they do. Uh, And then finally, Becky Lynch comes out, cuts a fiery promo. She has her eyes set. And her mindset on Trish Stratus for Night of Champions. Um, personally, I thought that this was a match that was going to go all the way to SummerSlam. Are we going to see a bait and switch? Are we going to see multiple matches? What do you think of the promo? What do you think about Trish and Becky at Night of Champions? Um, I'm excited. I know the reports. I mean, there's been reports that Trish is going to be here till SummerSlam. And there's also been reports um, that this is going to continue after Night of Champions, which kind of lines up with the previous stuff. Um I I feel like this is a good call um, because, again, there's only so much you can do to drag out a story three months without them actually having a match, you know? Um, So I think it it might be uh, Lita might come back. I don't know. Um, But I'm excited. This contract signing is going to be a mess on Monday, but I'm here for it. All contract signings go that way. Um, I'm interested to see who kind of goes over here. And if the plan is to have a follow-up match, how do they set that up is the question. See, all I wanted from this whole thing (laughs) was Trish and Lita at, at night of champions. Yeah. And then you get to money in the bank Mm -hmm. and you have Trish with her hired gun or hired heavy for the night. Piper Niven taking on Becky and Lita. Mm. And then we get to Becky and Trish at SummerSlam. But that's clearly not the way we're going. And also, I understand that if Piper is teaming with Trish, someone's going to get cheered and that's going to go over the wrong way. Yeah. (laughs) So I get it. Uh, That being said, Night of Champions, Trish and Becky, I feel like something's going to happen and maybe that match won't happen or a surrogate will come through. Maybe it will be Lita. Maybe it has been the whole time. Maybe Lita was supposed to be and that fell through too. Who knows? But as of right now, that's on the books as Trish and Becky. I'm excited for it. I liked how Becky framed it. Um, like, thank you, Trish, for getting kind of waking waking up her eyes and getting the badness out of her. You know, she now has a name, a face, and a target. I liked, I liked that promo from Becky. And to be honest with you, I haven't seen that in a while from Becky, a promo that I've been legitimately a fan of. I like how she framed that. Yeah, 100%. So uh, we'll see what happens on Monday when they do that contract signing. Uh, (laughs) Let's move over to NXT real quick. Mm -hmm. In the NXT women's title tournament to to find a new NXT women's champion. To the shock of nobody. Yes. (laughs) We'll take on Cora Jade Mm -hmm. in their semifinal. And then you've got... Getting it mixed up. Did I? Sorry. Roxanne and Tiffany Stratton. Yes. And then Cora Jade is taking on Lyra Valkyria. Yes. But really the final, let's face it, after next Tuesday is yeah. going to be Roxanne and Cora. <laughs> I, you know, part of me is still like, they've been putting some faith into Tiffany. I feel like it will be Roxanne and Cora, but Tiffany being there just has me thrown off a little bit. I feel like there, there's a little bit of a, a chance Tiffany might be in the finals. Yeah, um, don't get me wrong. It could absolutely happen. Yeah. I agree with you. And if Tiffany is in the finals, Tiffany's winning. Um, obviously though, if it's Roxanne and Cora, to me, it's up in the air. I, I don't know. It could go either way. Um, I know who I would like to win in that scenario, but again, that doesn't really matter. Um, it's I, Roxanne and Tiffany, I feel like is going to be the one to watch in the semis next week. Yeah. And again, I can't put over how much I enjoy Lyra Valkyria and how well she will perform and continue to perform. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's not her time, or maybe they want to give you the shock. Maybe there is a big shock in having Valkyria versus uh, Stratton. 
Yeah, I like I said, I think I said it last week here. It's either going to be Roxanne and Cora in the finals or it's Tiffany and Lyra because you don't have Tiffany and Cora in the finals. Um, I, again, I, I don't know. I feel like I'll have a better answer once I see the outcome of one of the semifinals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll We'll have a better idea then. But that's what's going on there. And of course... Uh, we're getting to closer to battleground in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. You've got Ron Breaker defending or not defending, going back after the yeah. NXT Championship against Carmelo Hayes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a pretty good setup for that uh, that story this week on NXT with the barbershop and uh, mm-hmm. Ron Breaker just never never showing his face. There's a fight. yeah. I I also because I mean I assume Carmelo is going to retain here, but I want to see. You know, a lot of people have been talking about Braun maybe getting a call up. I want to see what Braun can do without being in the title picture and once he assuming he loses um then that that kind of closes off that chapter and i want to see what he can do without a title because we have not seen him not being in the title picture for well over a year now it's been like a year and a half since he's been out of any title picture so i want to see him push himself and see what he can deliver after assuming he loses yeah and that's fine with me i want to see ron breaker just run amok in NXT non-title stuff. And also they added an NXT North American Championship three-way match. You've got Wesley. (laughs) You're in this match, Joel. I am. Wesley, Tyler Bates, and Joe Gacy. Joel Uh, Pearl. Sorry. Yes. As I've been. (laughs) They tried to have me fight a guy because they thought I looked like Joe Gacy. Anyway, not not important. Uh, I'm looking forward to this match. This is honestly this is the first time i've looked at it and said this could be joe gacy's first Mm -hmm. uh opportunity for real at a championship in nxt you know what's funny um because i just wrote an article today because there was the report that uh their next pay-per-view is going to be in august i did not realize that joe gacy faced breaker for the nxt championship at uh last year last june oh you forgot about yeah the 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 kidnap and torture yes of Bob Breaker's father. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a year man yeah man he he kidnapped and he tortured Braun Breaker's father Rick yeah. Breaker yeah. Rick, Rick with two K's by the way Rick Breaker oh, okay. the dog face gremlin Rick Breaker oh my god yeah anyway. it's been it's been a while uh since Joe Gacy's been like you know kind of up there he's been kind of more with the schism and all of that so um, it's an opportunity, and I mean, granted, we all know at least the uh, hardcore fans know that his kind of two allies are leaving later this year, so maybe now's the time to pull the trigger on Joe Gacy's single star. Could be. This is uh, this is an opportunity. I'm looking forward to Battleground in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I know it's the same night as Double or Nothing, but uh, you know, that's why I've got multiple screens going in this office. It's the best way to watch wrestling is multiple screens, and then you split the audio on left and right of your brain it's gonna be a lot of people next friday and next sunday because uh, under siege and and smackdown and rampage now that i'm thinking about it still don't know if i'm going to under siege i'm waiting i'm waiting to figure out some things okay okay but i'll tell you this much june 24th i'm gonna be at aw collision because yes. it's going to be in toronto uh very quickly those collision dates we mentioned uh at the top of the show so mm-hmm. June 17th is TBD. We expect it to be Chicago for CM Punk. Uh, June 24th in Chicago. That's the night before Forbidden Door. June 29th is in Hamilton. And this one is interesting because it's going to be a taped edition. It's going to be on Thursday night. So they're going to be uh, doing Dynamite on Wednesday live. And then they're going to tape AW Collision that, uh, mm-hmm. that Thursday, the next night. July 8th, they're in Regina. July 15th, they're in Calgary. A show that was originally branded a House Rules show is now a collision show. Why that's important, Ella, is because that is also the finals of this year's Owen Hart tournament. Oh. And that will be at the Saddle Dome, which is a very big mm-hmm. venue in Calgary. And it's also during Stampede Week, which is a huge event in the city of Calgary. It's when everyone pretends to be cowboys. I love that. I I always get told I have I slip into a country accent sometimes. I don't know if I've ever done it on here, but sometimes I do. I'm gonna be watching for that now. <laughs> and finally, July 22nd at the Prudential Center, back on the Rock in Newark, New Jersey. Uh, yeah, there, those are the the opening dates. There's a whole lot of Canada on that collision. May as well call it the Canadian Collision Tour. 
they're so close to me. It's like they haven't been here. I haven't been to an AW show since September. The dynamite after brawl out, man. <laughs> Get your passport. I know. Come on over. You can come to uh you can come to Forbidden Door. You can come to Collision the night before. You can go to Hamilton, which is a place no Hamilton is literally a half hour from me. <laughs> that's it. Hamilton is like, that's the last place I want to go. Someone <laughs> asked me on the air. They're like, are you going to go to the Hamilton shows? I'm like, absolutely not. Why? Because I hate Hamilton. Anytime I've worked a gig in Hamilton, Ontario, really? my first question was, how quickly can I get out of Hamilton? Oh my God. Yeah, that's a half hour for me only. Not happening. And let's 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 keep going with the AEW stuff. Okay. Uh, Tony Storm has challenged Jamie Hayter to an AEW Women's World Title match at AEW mm. Double or Nothing. Jamie Hayter is apparently injured, but I guess mm -hmm. the injury is not as severe as originally expected because they they've at least laid down the challenge. Tony yeah. versus Jamie, that's a pretty big match for Double or Nothing for the AEW Women's Championship. It's a little bit of a, a rematch as well from Full Gear. Um, Tony, obviously now with the outcasts, um, it'll be interesting. You know, they obviously got the backup there with, uh, Jamie Hashida and Britt. Is this the night? A lot of people saying is Britt going to turn on Jamie? That that's a definite possibility. Um, but we'll see. I hope I kind of, I like them going one-on-one. -on -one. So part of me also hopes that everybody else gets barred from ringside. <laughs> Yes, I would love that too. And it's about time. I don't need to see Britt turn on Jamie just yet. I'm still waiting for that to happen at the blood and guts match. That seems to never happen. I know, right? We've been talking about it for like a month and a half, two months. <laughs> well, I mean, you and I for that long, but others longer. Mm -hmm. Whenever this all started, we've been every week, blood and guts, blood and guts, blood and guts for the women. Let's go mm -hmm. blood and guts. And we're just not getting it. Hasn't, it. hasn't blood and guts been in like June or July? It's moved around. Remember okay. last year, the way they had it built was it happened the week after Forbidden Door. Ah, and that's as a right. Result, yeah. The build was completely just all over the place <laughs> because we're trying to sell a yeah. pay-per-view, yeah. cross-branded promotional, interpromotional matches, and then you've got blood and guts, so everyone's just kind of tangled up in everyone else's business. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see where they go. I'm looking forward to uh, what Jamie Hayter has to say about this challenge. If it's accepted, that'll be great. Hopefully she's okay. Yeah, hopefully she is. And if she's not there, then maybe Karen Jarrett can uh, fill oh in. Karen Jarrett appeared tonight yeah. on WWE Dynamite. I love it. She's going to be with her hubby, Jeff. Everyone's getting paid in the Jarrett family. <laughs> and uh, looking forward to uh, Jarrett and Lethal versus FTR. Double or nothing for the tag titles. Mm. Mark Briscoe will be the guest official. That should be a fun match. And adding Karen Jarrett, you know what? There's only one person and I think FTR should call at this point to, to even out the odds. You're never going to get it. No, I don't think so. I have an idea, but I don't think it's it. <laughs> Probably not. I think because they love their old school shit, I think FTR calls Missy Hyatt. Oh, Lord, that's a train wreck waiting to happen. No. What an entertaining train wreck. <laughs> no, Missy continues to show up places and be super professional and well yeah, she showed up at Impact last year, oh, and people yeah. were like, oh, this is going to be weird. No, it ended up being really successful. Like, she was a, just a doll to work with by all accounts. Mm. So, again, I would love to see for one night only, Missy comes and just, like, lays out Karen Jarrett with the, the clutch one last time. I just, I need to see it. Part of me was thinking Rebby Hardy for some reason. <laughs> Rebby would be interesting. I would rather have Rebby show up just like she did in the in the firm yeah. deletion. Yeah. Uh, get involved with the uh, the Matt Hardy stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's where I'm at. But Karen Jarrett, listen, man, say what you will. She'll always get a payday, just yeah. like her and she and she she's never not entertaining. I will give her that. Yeah, I look forward to when she finally gets to cut a promo as early as <laughs> Friday on, on Rampage. Uh you know what? I'd save it for next week on Dynamite. Use the oh, go home heat. Let's go. Uh, TNT title will be on the line in a ladder match at Double or Nothing. Wardlow put out the challenge to Christian. That, if there's one thing Christian's mm -hmm. going to do, it's have a uh, a stipulation match on a pay-per-view these days. 
I mean, he he's not afraid. Listen, Christian, he's in the latter half of his career. You know, he's going balls to the wall in AEW. He is, but I mean, he got buried alive a few months ago. He showed up again. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, ladders are kind of his specialty. Exactly. And even bigger than this. Forget about your four pillars. Not this. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not even going to talk about it because Sammy Guevara, I'm not even going to talk about okay. this whole face turn. The end of the night, it's happening. Anarchy in the arena. It's the BCC versus the elite. Hangman Adam Page is back with the elites. What a miraculous recovery. Right? The eye patch is off. It's going to be Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, and the Young Bucks mm. taking on Black Bull Combat Club. Wheeler Yuta, Claudio Casignoli, <laughs> Brian Danielson, and I forget the fourth. The question is, who's going to get run over by a golf cart this year? Oh, God. Sammy Guevara. We've already established this. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to this match. I'm very much looking forward mm-hmm. to this. Uh, they It's made official, and if there's one thing that they're going to do at the T-Mobile Arena in Vegas, it's tear it down doing an anarchy in the arena match yeah and i i think hangman's gonna bring back his cowboy shit drinking thing i just imagine okay i don't want to promote drinking and driving but i can just imagine him like holding a beer up in the air as maybe he's not driving it but as somebody else is driving the golf cart and hangman's just holding up his beer as they're uh driving into whoever from the bcc wheeler yuda was the fourth yeah, maybe <laughs> Wheeler Yuta is going to, I don't think he's going to eat the pin, but the look on Yuta's face yeah. when they announced Anarchy in the Arena, he has this like worried, hold me daddy look. And Claudio's just oh. like holding him, you know, <laughs> next to him, just like, it's his it's child. Okay. Yeah. So it's okay, son. I'm, I'm going to listen, double or nothing. It, it really feels like the world championship is not the most important match on the card, but they're building around it. And that's okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's good that they're... I mean, granted, they have a lot of titles and stuff, but there's a lot of non-title stuff going on so far. So uh, we'll see what happens. Absolutely. And you know what happened? We got through it. We Mm -hmm. ran the run sheet for another week. Ella, tell them what you got going on. Let's get out of here. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at It's Ella J. Um, you can go to the link in my bio. If you go in there, you can find all my links to all my projects and podcasts all in one convenient place. Easy peasy. That's how we do it. I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. I do stuff all over everywhere. Just look me up on the socials and I swear you'll find me until then. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Cheers.